Peace and blessings, beloved. It's your sister Aisha Abdurrahman, host of Manifest Your Brilliance, a legacy design studio project featuring contemporary women and artists of color from around the globe that are fully showing up and sharing their gifts and talents with the world. It is Monday, June 7th, 2021. On today's episode of Manifest Your Brilliance, I sat and had the opportunity to get to know contemporary visual artist Obilala Nwanko of Lagos, Nigeria. I spoke with Obilala about his journey as an artist and the various mediums of art that he had the opportunity to explore during COVID-19. We also talked about Nigeria's colonial past and current events such as the return of Nigerian artifacts and Africans of the diaspora. With a desire to check out Nigeria's art scene next year, I concluded our interview with a few questions about places I should check out during my visit. Just to note, we wanted to share about Manifest Your Brilliance. Manifest Your Brilliance features artists from across the world. We have various cultures and experiences and internet connections. So please bear with us when you hear the glitches during our recordings. We wanted to keep things live and very organic throughout our podcast. And so you may hear glitches and slight interruptions throughout our episodes. Uh, okay, my name is Ubilala Wanko. I'm from Nigeria. I'm, an, I'm a visual artist, um, a stylized visual artist, contemporary one. So my work based on contemporary art. Okay. And so how did you get started as an artist? I see you went to school, you went to a technology school. So how did you um, end up doing art? Okay, um, I started at early age towards that nine, when I was nine. So I actually studied art in school, but mm-hmm. that's at the basic so after my after my high school, actually, I saw if, uh, a neighbor who came to stay in my compound. It's actually an artist, but all he does was was just visual art, was the portrait aspect alone. So I stayed with him and I asked for his assistance for me to join him as he was. So I learned from him a little before going to school for further uh, knowledge. So I attended the Abba College of Technology. There we all aspect of art, so mm-hmm. actually specialize in things after my HMD, or through my HMD. Okay, and so how about since COVID? So when COVID happened, did that affect uh, you, or did that help, or because it made things easier? Well, it wasn't easy financially because. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows that because you're not going out just indoor. But the good thing about it is that for, the, for, for an artist, I believe um, being indoor or, or staying indoor is actually helpful for us sometimes. It yeah. allows us to think and, and embrace more ideas. Mm-hmm. So during that period, I thought it, was, it was a great thing for me because I, that period was when I give birth to this time, mm-hmm. this masking figurative work. So that period I was exploring on different kind of works. I did um, sketches. I did abstract works. I did so many. I was just exploring on different aspects of art. Wow. As I do that, I do that. Because that period of time, everybody was just 
trying to use technology, everybody was online trying to get news and all that. Mm-hmm. In that period, I used that means of technology to get my research on how I'm going to enhance on my style and how to get a style on my own. So because I, I tried to make sure I'm not uh, I'm not left behind. Because that period, everybody was single. I believe many people achieve so many things in their own way. But in my own way, that period I actually achieved more because that period I, I gained this time I'm doing now, this masculine figurative work I'm doing now is mm-hmm. that period is when I achieved that, you know, that period. So I'm happy for that period though. It wasn't easy financially, but at least right. it added to my profile. Okay. Yeah, that's very interesting. A lot of people, if they don't aren't familiar with technology or aren't comfortable with technology. COVID just really took them for a surprise. But for those who are already into technology, it actually helped them to kind of move forward and to grow, you know, faster. So, you know, that I feel like that's been very, very helpful is it's kind of given people the push that they need to embrace technology and get more comfortable. And it also kind of gave people um, the time. Yeah. So do you feel like um, in terms of being in Nigeria, technology there, how do you feel like it's slow? Do you feel like it's fast? Do you feel like you're ahead? Or like in Ghana, everybody, you know, does everything on their phone. So in Nigeria, do you feel like you're ahead of technology when it comes to things and art? Or do you feel like you're behind or... I think, I think we, are, we are behind because in Nigeria, we don't actually, when I say our leaders or our spectators actually does not embrace this technology of the thing. So we do use to try to make sure we, we, we submit ourselves to that because the only thing we do now is uh, the social media aspect. We have Instagram, we have Twitter, we have Facebook, WhatsApp. But yes, not everybody can access it. Mm-hmm. So, yes, can access it. so I would say we are still left behind. We still need more more help from our, our leaders to, to make even the, the, the less privileged to, our, to at least access technology. Right. Okay. So I would say we are left, we are left behind. Mm-hmm. So I was reading a little bit about you and you were saying, you know, that there's a lot of good going on in the world, there's a lot of beautiful things, and then there's a lot of, you know, darker, uglier things, and, you know, you prefer to be a part of the beautiful things. So how does that show in your artwork? So you're surrounded by, you know, positive and negative. How do you, how does that yeah, inspire yeah. and come into your art? Okay, um, first of all, uh, my art, actually, whenever I create my art piece, I tried to drop the content from me mm-hmm. into my canvas. So the word beautiful, the word beautiful I use there is because whenever I create a piece of work, I don't just paint for painting sake or, or, the, or, or just the aesthetic part of it. I paint because I'm trying to create a beauty, like a beautiful world out of my own world mm-hmm. for the viewers to see. I know we are actually facing different things in the country and all that. But yet, I don't want to focus on that. Why? Because I'm an artist. I can recreate. I can, I can actually uh, construct the way I want my, my, my life to be. Yes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I put that in If I want to make... Okay, for example, 
this person, this person on the screen now, this agility person, I know we'll go, we'll go to that topic soon, but I'm just using this as, as, an, as, as an example now. When I was pointing out the idea of this work, I thought about the, the colonialism, how it affected us, mm-hmm. which I don't, which I actually don't have the power to start explaining to people or go to the press and say, okay, fine, this is what I, this is what we lack during that period. So I put that idea into my heart for the viewers to see and anybody who come across my works to see and mm-hmm. if possible ask that people or gain the idea from the from the picture itself. Because there are people that can view painting and and still talk about it, even when the artist is not seeing anything. Okay. And so you spoke a little bit about colonialism. How has how do you see that? colonialism has affected Nigeria. So it's affected every country differently. Um, you know, we're having Juneteenth here in the US. Um, so it's affected us differently, but how do you see that it's affected Nigeria and um, the people there? First of all, I would say colonialism to, to us Africa, to us Nigeria is actually, I would say it's actually a good thing because it actually affected us badly in the sense that I believe that period we weren't active enough or confident enough to stand on our own for us to act, for us to accept colonialism because that period I don't think they actually had to this country, but instead, instead they actually stole from us. Because in the in, in the process of in the process of helping the country, the process of recreating or enhancing the country, mm-hmm. they actually stole from us because I, I, I understand that. That period, that period reigns strong enough to stand as a country. So for the Europeans to come and see their colonialism is not actually the best thing that has happened to us. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's talk about the history of art. Let's talk about the history of art, how colonialism has affected us and the art. In the early age, or if I would say history has stated that the Europeans came to steal some of our, or look at some of our artifacts, like the knock, like, like the, like the knock head, like the, like the over of the knee's head, like the, like the queen of uh, India, mm-hmm. like, um, like, um, like, sculpture, so many of them like that. Yes. That period, they came to steal those things because we weren't strong enough, or we weren't, um, 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 I want to use the word. Uh, we're strong enough to to know those things and and actually embrace our culture and, and those things we have. So I believe that period colonizing did not actually help us in no way. Instead, it actually vandalized our, our country. Yes, it actually vandalized our country. Big time. You won't see now. Those artifacts are still with them. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, which is very wrong. Now they are using that to enhance their own country. Mm-hmm. You need to make men. You need to create history. And this history is supposed to be for the Nigerians, not for the Europeans. Right. So I would say colonizing has actually affected us big, big time. It has affected us big time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the title of this piece is called Journey. So can you tell me a little bit about uh, the piece and like he has the chain on his neck and he's dressed, you know, nicely. So can you tell me kind of the story behind this piece? Okay. 
Mm-hmm. First of all, the piece is talking about colonialism itself. Mm-hmm. The same colonialism you're talking about is what this piece is talking about. Mm-hmm. Because here I actually use um, the Queen Mother's head, which is the match that you can see on the figure's head. Mm-hmm. And I use the chain. That chain depicts bondage. You know, the chain that depicts bondage. Mm-hmm. And scrolling down to the, to the left or the right hand of the figure, there is a Nigerian passport there. Mm-hmm. The Nigerian passport there. And the meaning Ajo. Ajo is actually a Yoruban uh, word, Ajo, which means journey. Okay. So what I'm trying to say is this colonialism has really affected us in the sense that even our artifacts are trying to come back to their own. Mm-hmm. So, what, what is it like? It's like they went for a journey. A journey that is not supposed to, and now they are crying or craving to come back to Nigeria, which is their own. Mm-hmm. These are the things I pour out in this world: the chain, the the outfits, the the passport in the hand of the figure, mm-hmm. and also the look, the craftsmanship, and all that. Is what I'm trying to say. I'm talking, I'm talking about the colonialism now in this world. Okay, very interesting. I love it. It really shocked me when I seen it because I seen, you know, your other pieces and then I seen this and I was like, wow. <laughs> so I always, I was interested in, you know, what's the story behind it. So you talked about, um, you know, coming back home. How are your thoughts about African-Americans like myself that are returning home? Like you see, you know, the year of return in Nigeria and in Ghana. What are your thoughts on... African Americans that are coming, you know, coming back to Nigeria, coming back to, uh, you know, to Africa, either to live or to visit. Please can I come again? I don't get that. So you have um, African Americans like myself in the United States that are moving back to Africa, either Nigeria or Ghana, or they're visiting because they want to reconnect with you know, that culture and the tradition that we we have no clue. We don't know. Like, I've never been to Nigeria. I have friends that are in Nigeria. Um, I don't know the language. I don't know the culture. So how do you feel about, you know, do you look at African-Americans that are come back home, like, as foreigners? Or do you look at them as, no, they are, like, our brothers and sisters are returning. Like, our artifacts are coming back to us. Our people are coming back to us. How do you, what is your perspective? How do you see it? To me, I'll see it as uh, I'll see it as not just our brother coming back, but our culture also coming back. Because out there, uh, out there, out there, you guys are not actually doing the things uh, or, the, or portraying that culture of Africa. Mm-hmm. So I believe when you're back, it's as if my brother or my blood is back to enjoy the culture of this country. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, a, it's just like saying my brother is back. Okay, very interesting. So I know a lot of people, they um, are telling me, yes, come to Nigeria, come and visit. It's, you know, a beautiful country. And then I have some people are telling me, no, no, don't go to Nigeria. It's dangerous. It's this, that. Go to Ghana. Don't go to Nigeria. So I'm coming to Nigeria. I was coming. What are like some things that like, oh, you have to see this. You have to come to Lagos. You have to come to Abuja. Like, what are some places that you think people should come and yeah. visit where they're going to see art and culture there? Yeah, so many places. 
like one I'm going to recommend um I'm going to recommend uh, the Badagri um, Museum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, some yeah, some aspects again um, history of slavery and the and the likes are there. So there you're going to, you're going to see and learn about the history and how slavery started and how it ended. The, the chain the equipment they use the the, the whole history of our slavery started. and also I would like you to visit um Ulumoro at Abelkuta mm-hmm. where you find big roads like on the defined roads a little rock carrying a big rock like things that are not things that are not usual like really small rock carrying a big rock like how did this happen? And also, if you want to visit um, Nigeria, so I would like you to visit um, the Nikki Abdelai. It's also nice to Nikki Abdelai, it's nice. So it's the better place to visit. Okay. okay. I'm not going to be like that. I can't remember. That. Okay. Yeah, I want to come and visit soon. And we have friends that are coming. So they're saying, oh, yeah, you can come with us, you know, go with us, we'll show you around and everything. So I'm very excited um, to go because I feel like everyone has their own experience and you don't know, you know, for yourself until you visit. You can only, you know, see so much on the internet. So I feel like, you know, you really have to go. So what are you working on now as far as your artwork? Are you working on anything new? What's what's going on for you now? Um. First of all, I'm gonna say I'm still trying to explore. Like right now, I'm actually getting inspired for um African stylized marks where I where I try to differentiate my marks as my masculine figure to order because there are many artists who also paint like who also uses masks to portray their figure. Yeah. But right now I try to make my different and exceptional. So when you see you know okay, this is a villa last one. Using this, uh, the big eye from one eye big and one eye small, and the stylized uh, piece of my mask. Mm-hmm. So, those are the differences between my own work and other people's work. And in this stage, now I'm trying to make sure I, I don't just paint for, for my viewers to just see. I want my viewers to see my work and travel far as they can to the African history. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Okay. And then, so what is Art Dex? So you won an, an award for Art Dex. Can you tell me a little bit about that? And what did you have to do to win? To win the award for Art Dex? Okay. The award for Art Dex was, I won that award last year, September. That was towards that lockdown period, the COVID-19. So that period, the COVID-19 was actually, to me, I won't, I won't lie to me, it was, an achievement today. Mm-hmm. It was a little bit an achievement today. For that period, I actually discovered so many things about myself, so many things about my art, so many things about life. For that period, I that was when I started exploring on this masculine figurative world. So this same painting on the screen was the painting I submitted. A friend of mine sent me the invitation that can I just come in or put in for this work? And this work, uh, this platform consists of 100 artists from different world, different mm-hmm. countries. So I believe in Nigeria, we are just two, which is I, myself, and Clara. 
it may persist. So I just place this work that I that I that I just made a description about the work and all that. Then I submitted it. And I just moved my mind from there. Then I started creating different works again. All of a sudden, I was just called and a friend told me that I did check the platform back. I saw your name as the third runner of like you are a maid third runner. I was like, ah, seriously. I wasn't I wasn't aware. So I was just like, wow. When I checked, it was true. Mm-hmm. So it's just something I'm so grateful for because among hundreds of different artists, I was chosen as the third runner also. It's a big uh, stepping stone for me to push up to my art career. And again, Artex is just like um, it's an organization mm-hmm. that promotes artists and also um, showcases artists too. So it's just an organization that showcases artists. So I'm glad to be part of that team and I'm glad to be their third runner of the Okay. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining me. Um, So if you guys missed part of the live, it's going to be saved. Um, You can also listen to it on your favorite podcast player. So I go through and um, save save all the interviews so that people can listen to them later. And then I share them um, here on Instagram and Facebook. And then, of course, you guys can come and see more of his artwork at Legacy Design Studio. So we're having the Juneteenth. Um, virtual art gallery and we will be exhibiting his work Um, so I will also have that up on YouTube so thank you so much for your time I know it's probably uh, it's probably like 8 8 o'clock p.m. there now so we have a (laughs) we have a big time difference it's only (laughs) afternoon here so it's now 11 Uh (laughs) a.m. wow yeah it's late here So yeah, I will definitely um, be checking out some of those um, places when I come to Nigeria. So I'm I'm very excited. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm sure. (laughs) All right. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of Manifest Your Brilliance. Don't forget to head over to Instagram and follow us at Legacy Design Studio. Hit the notification bell so that you can be notified when we go live and be a part of our live studio audience. Did you know that you can chime in via Anchor FM and leave your comment or question via audio? Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast player so that you never miss an episode. Life is good. Have a blessed day.